from the Kramer Basketball Headquarters in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You are listening to the Coach's Edge podcast, powered by Coach. Here is your host, Steve Kramer. Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast. 10 days, 10 shooting episodes in 10 minutes, trying to get less. I've been struggling with this, so I appreciate it if you've been listening for longer than 10 minutes on some of these episodes. I'm hoping to do it on this one and get the job done. That's the challenge. Title today, Keeping the Ball in Front. Let's get specific here, and I'll give you myself uh, as a young player some of these examples, some of the things I'm continuing to work on to become a better shooter even now. And obviously the main goal is become a better shooting coach. So keeping the ball in front. First and foremost, as a young player, when I was in seventh, eighth grade, I had a set shot, right? It was, it was, you know, that one motion, not really jumping off the floor, just getting the ball out of there. Super weak, super short, small, no strength. Um, the only way I could get it there, right? I start to grow a little bit. I start to get a little bit stronger going into my freshman year. And my dad had a sweet stroke. He had a chance to play some small college basketball. Decided not to um, uh, because they were starting a family with me, actually. And he's the one that really taught me this two-motion jump shot, right? And so it was funny how we kind of built that in, and then we peeled it back as I got over and got into more of a simpler shot. It was really kind of a mix, like a, a one and a half if you – really break down shots into one motion or two motion shooting. I don't really talk about it like that with our players, but I know as I'm talking to coaches, if I put it that way, you know what I'm talking about as far as when I was a freshman, I would jump as high as I could at the peak of my jump is when I would get out into my follow through. And I was really concentrating on height on my jump shot. You got to think of the times a little bit as I was coming up in that age range, you know, Michael Jordan, um, had just retired in 98. And so that would have put me in 98 in like seventh grade, something like that. So um, there's who you're watching, who you're modeling your game after a little bit. Uh, Kobe Bryant was the up and coming player who's you know, becoming the next best player in the league and played a lot like Jordan as, as far as being a really elevate, hang in the air and then take the jump shot. So some of that, as well as the way my dad played, the way he was taught me, was to shoot the basketball like that. Well, it has some positives and negatives to it, right? It's really good for mid-range. And it's really good for players who have the ability to elevate, as I could. I could jump. And so to be able to get above the defense and then take shots, you're open more often, right, in that pull-up mid-range area. But it is more difficult to shoot that ball at a high level, the farther you get away from the basket. And that's where keeping the ball in front becomes so vital. So as we think of how things connect, when I was shooting the ball, I was elevating, pausing the motion of the ball. And in my case, because I was pausing the motion of the ball, I would bring it back a little bit, kind of towards the side of the right side of my head so that I could get a little bit more oomph and power into my shot to get it to the hoop, right? And that's what a lot of players do. Instead of keeping the ball in front, they end up pulling the basketball back a little bit, and then they get into the slingshot motion, which flattens out the shot a little bit. We're not getting uh, the 
power from the correct ways so much. And so we're trying to get power from the other ways where we get into that slingshot motion, which causes the ball to be a little flatter most of the time. So as players, if we can keep the ball in front and really get into palm to the ceiling, that basketball is closer to the eyebrow range, give or take, and then get out to the basket without so much of a pause and certainly without bringing the basketball back, that's going to help us in many different ways. Some of those positives are you're going to have a quicker release. Another one of the positives are there's less things that can go wrong, right? The longer your shot becomes as far as coming up, going back, and then going up and out again to the basket, there's more movement of the ball, which means more things can go wrong. So in order to be a high-level shooter that way, which can absolutely be done, I mean, there's some all-time great shooters that shot the basketball, pulling it back a little bit, Larry Bird, Dirk Nowitzki, to name a few. You can absolutely do it that way, but more things have to go right to get it done. So less ways of screwing it up, essentially. And the other benefit is if I'm connecting hips, knees, ankles, and I'm pushing my hips through at the point that I'm getting into my follow through where the basketball uh, is right above my palm, my palms to the ceiling, and I'm getting out into my shot, you can get a lot of power on the shot that way. That has to do with timing a lot more than it has to do with your strength. And so we can develop more power in our shot, get a quicker release, and less things can go wrong by keeping the basketball in front of our face instead of bringing it to the side of our head. This goes back to one of the best coaching tips you could give most people for shooting or anything else. Sometimes the best way to get better is not by adding, it's by subtracting. So if you think about shooting as this example, we're trying to simplify the shot. We're not adding something to it. So instead of bringing the basketball up, bringing it back, and then going out to the basket, we're simply bringing it up and then getting out to the basket. We're taking something away, not adding. So by simplifying the shot, we make things better. There are certain players, you know, think of one of the players that I was working with as I'm recording this last weekend, two of the players, actually, we had some conversations about their growth over the workouts this spring that we've been training together. And I was talking about some of their improvement. And I was telling them that some of the biggest strides that they've made in their game has been by the things that they're no longer doing, not the things that we've added. And explaining to them what I'm explaining to you, if you want to take a big jump in your game, look at the things that are holding you back, not the things you need to add. Subtract in order to get better. So simply by keeping the basketball in front, we lift the basketball, we get palm to ceiling, we get out into our shot motion without any extra movement of the basketball and pulling it back towards the side of our head is a common one. Players will get the power instead, instead of the ball moving up and out and driving that elbow through, players try to get power by bringing the basketball back and then firing their forearm forward to get that power. Not where we really want to generate a lot of the power in our shot. We're subtracting that. We're taking that away. Now you're saying, Steve, you know, 
what what's you know this true spot that may not feel super comfortable and when i get into that position the ball seems like it's too far out in front of my face like it's way out in front of my face when i do that and it's not really tight to my body it should be easy for a defender to get in there uh i i know what you mean i know what you mean especially when it comes to that comfort level and the flexibility of your wrist for the most part the majority of the players pretty much all the players, unless you're extremely muscle-bound, you're not going to have trouble bending your elbow back. But, and I speak for myself, it can be difficult to get your wrist back, right? Which gets into players shooting it too early because they can't really get their wrist and their palm underneath the ball, so they'll push it really low. Or they'll really exaggerate getting their palm underneath the ball and that's when they start to bring it back to the side of their head. That was more or less me. So outside of working on some extra you know, flexibility with your wrist, everybody's shot is going to be a little bit different. And those types of players, because you don't want to get hand behind the ball and just push it to the hoop, you want to get lift and arc on the ball, which means our palm is going to get underneath the basketball. That's where we start to get a little bit of pullback for certain players. So when you watch me shoot, it's not a perfect 90 degree angle with my forearm and my wrist and everything looks, you know, Clay Thompson-esque, you know, picture perfect as you get out into your follow through. It's not. My wrist really doesn't go back close to that 90 degree position. So for me to get palm underneath the ball, I do end up bringing the basketball a little bit between front of uh, my forehead, right in front of my eyebrow and to where the side of my, my head would be, right? If I went directly where my head is, I'd hit myself in the head with the basketball. I don't want to do that. I also don't want to shoot the basketball on top of my head, right? And so simply bringing it slightly, slightly to the side, bringing my elbow uh, back slightly with the basketball allows me to get palm to ceiling just because I lack a little bit of that flexibility on my wrist. Again, I hope this makes sense using myself as an example. So every player is a little bit different. God didn't make you exactly like somebody else. We're not a robot. And so it is about finding that sweet spot for us. Again, there are certain players who exaggerate this to a uh, almost extreme level and are still knockdown shooters. All right. We've got to keep the basketball straight. Got to lift it and get it a chance. Those are common shooting principles, right? But to go back to our initial point, if we can keep the ball in front, keeping it simple, subtracting the balls, not moving as far because we're not bringing the ball way up above our head and then getting out into our follow through. We're not bringing the basketball up and then pulling it back to the side of our head and then getting out into our follow through. We're lifting the basketball, getting palm to the ceiling, and then we get out into our follow through. If we can get that, that simplification of shooting the basketball, that's going to lead to, for the most part, a quicker shot release. There's less movement, meaning less is going to go wrong. If we time that finish with our upper body to incorporating our lower levers on the shot, that's going to give us power in the right ways. And by subtracting those other areas of shooting the basketball, things just get simpler. Okay. So 
Every player is a little bit different. Think about where you're at, what little tweaks you might be able to make to have your shot be more efficient, and then get after it. Hope that helps. Keep the basketball in front, not way above your head, not pulling it to the side, and you'll knock down more shots. Get after it today.